My name is Adam, yeah. I'm Melissa St. John. <laughs> this <laughs> is Below Freezing, a podcast in which we talk about films with really bad Rotten Tomato scores. Oh my God, I cannot fucking wait. What? We were just to, doing that to the tune of I Love uh, It When You Hate Me, I think. No, no. The, I, I, I was thinking of... um uh uh. The song, the the song from Mannequin. The we uh, we, we can stick make to it here together. Love is forever. Nothing's gonna stop us forever. No, no, I don't know. No, it's okay. We've seen Mannequin. <laughs> it's okay. Um. Okay. So, um. Hi we, guys. We are officially <laughs> past the Underworld franchise, and and as if you listened to the last episode, uh, I said I was taking charge. I came up with this idea, streaming stinkers. I Melissa had no idea. Not a single no, clue. And she will continue to know no idea of the movies we pick. So we just watched 2021's Netflix Diana the, the musical. musical. So why did I pick this? I have I have a couple of reasons. Well, I I could guess one. The musical theater aspect yes. of it. This is us. This is We're our background. The- yes. We are theater kids. This is our background. But the other one will come up in a later section. So I want, I'm going to be vague for now. Okay. So, uh, Melissa, uh, just just kind of, you know, before we dive into the meat of this movie. Um, oh, there's a lot of meat in this. Th- there's so much. There was no fat on this. No. This just is a very b- dense meal we've got here. In terms of, I mean, musicals, if you were to think of this as a steak, mm-hmm. and you just said there's no fat on it, then this has to be. This is like a center cut. The best steak fillet you could possibly get. What's the Japan the wagyu Japanese wagyu? Have you ever heard? That's like the Never. really like grass fed specialty. Yeah, this is. Now this you're is- talking to the person when I order a burger, I say well done, and I'm pretty sure the cook spits in it every time. As well, he should. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've had a lot of spit. That you've eaten well, over the last, I don't know, uh, yeah. meat-eating years of yours. My dad's a chef. You think I would have learned. But you didn't, though. No. It's okay. Um, okay, so, so okay, there, I, I don't even, okay, there is, there's, there's so much to talk about. So, we're going to get right into it. So, now, this was directed by a guy named Christopher Ashley and written by Joe DiPietro and David Bryan. Now, these guys are also the guys who did the Broadway show. 
uh, Christopher Ashley, um, he directed um, a show that actually premiered at Seattle Rep before with the Broadway, okay. Come From Away, which was the show about the plane that was diverted out of um, on 9-11. Yep. Um, yep. He also directed a film version of a play called Jeffrey, which was a big deal back in the 90s. Okay. Um, I was like, I haven't heard of that one. And Joe DiPietro and David Bryan. That sounds... They've worked together on a couple of musicals. Um, they did the they did the Toxic Avenger musical, which was based off of the trauma film. I think their biggest Never. claim to fame, which was an was, is an off Broadway show that gets done a lot now, called "I Love You, You're Perfect." Now change. Okay. But like they've they've been around. Oh, uh, uh, Joe DiPietro did win a Tony for writing the uh, the score to Memphis. Okay, he sounds very Tony. familiar. Recent, um, like a couple in the in the teens, the twenty tens. I think. is that the twenty tens? I was gonna say I, a couple years ago, but I guess it's a little further than that. Yeah, but but, but yeah. Um, so these are, for better or worse, Broadway mainstays. Yeah. The people behind this musical. Um, so I, I'm already geared up for you to ask me these questions and for me to tell you that they're not in anything. So um, we have Gianna DeWall, who plays Princess Diana. Ask me what she's been in. What has she been in? Like fucking nothing, babe. Like nothing. She, I, I have to say. She had a great voice. Now, here's what I will say, though, is IMDb, what IMDb tells me is any film or television that she's been in. So No play. Like, you didn't look her up to see what musicals she's in? You literally didn't look up just who she is to see if she's been in musicals. Okay. I need you to, I need you to calm down. I need you to calm down. I can tell you that she's from Germany. That she's only she's only five years older than we are. No, she's... she went to the Liverpool Institute of Performing Arts and graduated in two thousand and nine. Um, apparently, she was in an off Broadway production of Carrie the Musical, oh, which was a thing. So there you go. So so she's got she's theater trained. Apparently, she was also in um, Broadway runs of American Idiot, Wicked, Kinky Boots, Finding Neverland, and Waitress. So boom. Fuck okay. you, babe. Boom. Chicka, chicka. Wait, uh, waitress. Uh, that's what I thought. No. No, no, no. no. no, no. That, that's uh, I know Sarah who that Morales. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, so this is a Broadway lady. Wow. Doing her thing. Doing a Broadway thing. Um, so other people in this cast uh, that are, are, they're important, but they're less important. So we have uh, Roe Hartcraft as Prince Charles, Aaron Davey as Camilla, Judy Kay playing Queen Elizabeth and Barbara Cartland. Zach Adkins playing Andrew Parker Bowles, uh, Camilla's husband and yep. also ensemble. Holly Butler playing Sarah Spencer, the sister and also ensemble. An ensemble. Uh, Gareth Keegan, who plays James Hewitt, who is the horse instructor yep. and ensemble. And I'm calling it now, unsung hero Bruce Dow, who plays Paul Burrell, the manservant and ensemble. That guy fucking... He, nailed it he was good fuck you dress or whatever that was um they were saying feck you which was very funny very british fecky 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 that's what i don't know i was writing different fecky fooky fecky it was versions of like fuck you um but then i was also like fendi are they trying to say fendi 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 fuck you dress because let me tell you if you're wearing a fendi dress a thousand percent. You're going, so, fuck you. So because so, you're in a Fendi dress. So you asked me right right before we recorded if this movie even had critical and audience. Oh, rotten. I didn't even now, know if it had. Now, we're not there yet, but it, it does. But we, I can just tell you now that there's no there's no box office stuff to report uh, in terms of like what it made because obviously this would to Netflix. Except for that, I do have a little bit of trivia about the actual musical. Okay, I'm excited. Let's do it. So, 
says the show was planned to open on March 31st, 2020, but on March 12th, guess what happened? COVID. Yeah. We got shut down. So um, almost one full year later on March 30th, 2021, it was announced that the show would resume previews on December 1st with an official opening set for December 16th. Of 2021? Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. But let's so so on May 14th, 2021, it was announced that previews would begin on November 2nd with an opening night set for the 17th, so a little bit earlier. The New York Times reported that the show was playing to 50% capacity and that the show only grossed $374,000 the week ending December 12th. The show closed on December 19th after a total of only 33 performances and 16 previews. Wow. That is not good. Uh, Jesse Green, the chief theater critic for the New York Times, negatively reviewed the production, saying that if you care about Diana as a human being or dignity as a concept, you will find this treatment of her life both aesthetically and morally mortifying. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we're going to go backwards now. We're going to go back, babe. Okay, but different games. Some other. We're going to switch it up. We got some cool stuff for you. How many Razzies do you think this movie was up for? Just the number. Give me a number. Seven. Okay, the number is actually higher. Now, I'm going to How many guesses do I get? Hold on. No, no, no. no that was it. So I'm going to read you the, the list of movies that were up for worst picture this year. I can tell you a slightly little bit about them when they come. One of them we've seen. Space Jam, A New Legacy. I like that. Um, Diana. The, uh, the, the, the one we just watched. Oh, okay. I was like, the one that yeah. was, okay. Uh, the Woman in the Window, another Netflix one with Amy Adams, a thriller that we, yeah, have not we seen. haven't seen. Uh, Infinite, which was a time-bending action movie with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, we haven't seen that. No, we have not. And a movie called Karen about white privileged women, a.k.a. a, a Karen. Of those and isn't five, a Chad the equivalent of a Karen? Sure. Isn't that Why what not? the isn't that the Chad name? Chad and Karen? Why not? Of those five movies, which do you think won worst picture of 2021? Karen. Diana. Wow. Diana won five Razzies. Including worst picture, worst director, worst actress, worst <gasps> supporting actress, which went to the queen, and worst screenplay. Other other categories it was up for but lost to was worst actor, which it lost to LeBron James. Worst screen. Now this is great. I actually thought this was funny. It lost worst screen couple for uh, Charles and Diana to Space Jam, and they gave it to LeBron James opposite any Warner Brothers cartoon character. So that was funny. <laughs> it was up for Worst Supporting Actor for Horse Riding Guy, which it lost to Jared Leto in House of Gucci. <laughs> and uh, Camilla was also up for Worst Supporting Actress, but she lost to her cohort in this movie, Queen Elizabeth. Oh, my God. Nine Razzie nominations, five wins. So I think that has to be... That has to be one of the movies it's, that it's, have had the most Razzie it's nominations not the record, that we've done. But it is oh that we've done. Yeah, oh, that this might be the most coveted that we've. Yeah, that we've I done. think so. Yes, yeah, I, I I would have to agree. Oh my god. Um. So like I said, there's no there's no box office stuff to report. Um. I will. I do also want to read. Um. 
from a, a, but a review of the film version of this. This is from Madison Malone Kircher from Slate Magazine. The title of her review is Hate Watching's Too Good for Netflix's Diana the Musical. Princess Diana didn't have a choice. You do. The opening, this is the opening paragraph. Look, I am all for so bad it's actually good entertainment. I have more, I have on more than one occasion made friends watch Troll 2, which we've covered oh my on the God. show. I once sat in a bar for several more hours than I had planned because they were running a Sharknado marathon. <laughs> and what else did I have to do? Okay, who is this person and we need them? <laughs> I will I will hound this person down and get we them We need on. to find them. Um, uh, but it goes on to say that Diana the Musical, streaming now on Netflix, wants what those movies have. Or, I guess to put it in Broadway terms, it wants what Springtime for Hitler, the meant-to-be-horrendous musical within the producers, which turns out to be an accidental mega-hit, has. It dooms itself from the beginning by attempting to straddle the line between austere historical drama, all of the crown, and the camp and glitter of 80s pop music video. In the last paragraph, it goes... Diana the Musical tries over and over again to give the show gravitas where it ought to just fully commit to whimsy. The creators clearly did not have the feelings of, say, Diana's two children in mind while making this thing. In the final scene, as the queen grants the couple a divorce and Diana declines royal security, she's singing about deciding to choose happiness, to choose whatever lies ahead. That's the paradox of the entire show. Diana did not have any choice in the matter. You, however, do have a choice to not watch this thing. Choose wisely. Oh, my God. So, going back to our roots, you now have to guess the critical and audience Rotten Tomato scores. Here's the blurb. It's three words. Diana done dirty. Oh, and I think I, think I did this too high. I think I did this too high. But I said critical 20. Okay. I said audience 44. Okay. So this is, and again, talk about rarity. Talk about things coveted. This is one of the rare movies where both the audience and critical scores are below. Would have made it. So, oh my God. You said okay. 20. I said for 20 critical, for critical. 12. Right. And you said 44. 32. So right at the cusp of what we could do oh on the Oh my show. God. So I don't. Why did I pick that high? I don't know. I think part of me was like, as I was, okay, as I was watching this, I was trying to find things I liked. Sure, of course. I was looking at the lights. Mm -hmm. I was looking at, you know, uh, the lights. <laughs> I mean, okay, can we I, – I will say I think we can agree that the um, the quick changes – no? You didn't like those? I oh, don't I'm know. Sorry. I, I, I'm very – okay. I'm a costume designer. You are. I – let's start there. I think that's a good place to start for me. Perfect. I think I feel good about critiquing the costume designs because um, – okay, well, actually, let's just start with – the beginning flash bulbs no oh you had it paused oh, on yes. netflix I and did. i saw diana the musical and at first i was like diana princess diana and then in my head i was like 
we're talking about we're gonna be talking about Diana Ross. I thought that this uh, was gonna be a musical, a musical, like a jukebox musical about about Diana Ross. Diana Ross. Wow. And in my what head, what a better show that would. But have been. in my head, I'm thinking, how, how do you get a musical about Diana Ross wrong? If anything, you got a woman singing Diana Ross songs on stage. That's that's not gonna be below thirty two percent. No, I I don't know. Unless that woman's white doing it, then it would be like, <laughs> whoa, okay, this is not the Diana Ross we were talking about. Like, yes. So when it actually was like Princess Diana, I was just like so taken aback. I mean, that first song oh, oh, so the and 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 not that we're i don't want to go through them all but the no. first song is underestimated which i've never heard when you're underestimated and i think that's where we're getting that the new the, avril lavigne song dun, 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 don't call, call me baby is that avril lavigne I love, yeah it is you shut that? up yeah that's avril lavigne she is still around she well yeah she babe she's like our age oh my god Sophie sings that all the time, and she, I've had no idea who that she is. Does. Yeah, that's that's wow. who that is. This, when this that has to be the what, icing on the cake what's of this. Great pod. Is that when this comes out, that song's gonna already be irrelevant, and it's gonna be like, what the fuck are we talking about? Um, before we go any further, though, <laughs> I, I skipped what we're drinking. Oh. But here's the thing: these are important because oh. we can tie. Listen, I've got tie-ins to both of these. Okay. Okay. Oh wait. So, hold on. I got this rosé on purpose. Okay. What we just what what was the name of what we just watched? Diana. Diana. Yeah. This is called Josh. Josh. Just Josh Rosé. How was your Rosé? It was great. Was it good? So was I, was that not his name? Who? The writer? No. The, what was his John. name? John. I think oh. John DiPietro. No, but what was that? Like, what was the character's name? What the fuck are you talking about? The Not the writer. The, oh, the writer. writer. The, like, guy that... The horse writer. It starts uh, with a J? No, I thought it was G. I thought it was... Oh, James. James. Well, okay. Close. I was just going for the one name. Well, there you like go. Diana. It was great. Now, I like my rosé. Now, I have an IPA here. Yes, you do. And it is a crikey IPA. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're crikey. You're crazy. Crikey. Oh. Um, I thought it was good. So, so anyways, okay. Yeah, let's go, let's back. go back to the costumes. Yes. Um, Diana is known for her fashion. Kind she of a fashion is- icon. Yeah. A thousand percent. So when we first see her, I mean, I don't want to say when we first see her. The thing that stuck out where I was like, fuck you to the costume designer who did this. I hated it instantly. The second I saw the red sweater with the white lambs and the one black oh, the sheep black right sheep in the middle. Yeah. And I was like... I mean, I went to college at a smaller college, you know? So, like, it wasn't this big um, – it wasn't a big college with, no. uh, you know, oh, we're going to tell you all about – I don't know, costume design theater or whatever. Like, but what they taught you was, like, at least my um, my mentor in costume design, it was, like, look, don't – like, don't make your audience – like, don't tell your audience what to see. Really, honestly, I want to use the word underestimated. Like, be underestimated (laughs) as a designer. And, like, you know, if you're in a, 
if there's a scene that's going on and it's like a, a, a fight and a bloody battle, it's like don't put people in red because red correlates with that. You know what I mean? One of the first things we see Diana in, you're putting her in a sweater with one black sheep in the first of all, nobody's going to wear that. Diana's not going to wear that. It, but you're literally uh, telling your audience like, hey, look, she is this black sheep. Yeah, she's this. I was so pissed. I wanted to be like, you don't. Fu- what? Where the fuck did you go? Because. Yeah. I was just really pissed. Well, there's, and As there's, a designer, I was pissed like that. Well, because there's no trusting the audience. If anything, it's like, why don't you give her these little earrings of black sheeps that, that like, sure. honestly, if somebody was really looking, would go, oh, okay, that's clever. But you're spelling, I don't know. I was pissed. And from that point on, I was looking at all the costumes like, just shit. I just didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Now, some of the costumes mimicked her iconic. The iconic looks, yes. But they yeah. didn't even go there. This is Broadway? Was this Broadway? It, yeah, it was. And you're telling me you're going to put her in a, you're going to put a character in the wedding dress, the most iconic wedding dress of all time, and you're not even going to, like, emphasize how long the train, how long the veil and the train was of her dress. I'm sorry. No, I oh, could go no, on no, and talk no, no, about no. this. Forever. The, the I'm just was like, just yeah. Are you kidding me? Like you could have done so <laughs> many things with that. You could have been like, you could have had like this, like veil go across the entire stage and behind it, you see her walking up and then it like falls and it almost like symbolizes like that no. is what her, her member. It was long. No, no. Well, and it was, and I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, Going back to the review that I read, because I think what's what's so weird about this this musical is that it is a musical, and obviously, like we get the um, the snap click number right where it's very stylized and everybody's got a trench coat and a camera, and I I get it, and like as a musical number, it makes it, I trust me, it's not good, but it makes sense to me. I understand right. it in terms of the storytelling, but like there's no um, musicals, especially like this where there there is singing and dancing right which we will get to the choreography here in a second yeah because there's there's and you when we were watching this what what you said you wanted to watch a musical when we were done which one did you say um last five years okay which is a musical that is a it's and this is this is a that's a story driven musical right mm-hmm. where there's not dancing it's just we are telling the story and we just happen to be singing it right and then we have stuff like this where there's little dance breaks and quick costume changes and things. And right. I'm not shitting on those kind of musicals. But the problem is that in a musical like that, there is a certain sense of whimsy to it, like like the review said. And you're talking about the idea of like how long the train is and how they could have done that on stage. And yet for some reason, in a show that is so big and so bombastic, they actually strayed away from yes. the costume design. Yes, yes. And this is what I'm talking like. Now, don't get me wrong. Crikey. I had you stop it and rewind because in the wedding dress scene, she's clearly not in it. In it. For a part of it, yeah. But then all of a sudden she pops up and she's there and I was like, wait, oh, what? And and there was something cool there, I think. I don't think they like cut it. There was something that they did I mean, cool on stage. They, they actually cut it for the movie, but yes. yes. Yeah. I wonder how they did it on stage. Um, but yeah, I, 
I don't know. I was very disappointed in in the costume design here. And I feel bad because I almost feel like that they really relied on just people would know Diana for these, you know, like the little short black dress with the um, the sleeves off the shoulders. Like she wore that dress. But it, it's like this is theater. How can you take that and make it something like she's like like you you're just showing us the dress but it's like as a designer like we also create characters out of our clothing you know what I mean like we don't want our clothing to outshine the actual performance but if anything it should be something I'm sorry with Diana you're doing a musical about Princess Di the the clothing is its own character and we didn't get that the closest we got was the wedding dress when she jumped into it. But again, it was like you could have created something very dramatic mm-hmm. with her already very dramatic clothing choices. And yeah. um, I felt like it was safe. Like the costumes were safe. The set design was safe. Oh, uh, like there was not a lot of no. like playing around. And, and, and the, br- the set was very, you know, like pillar, minimal pillars moved. And and set and it looked seamless because it you know it had Broadway money behind it. But in terms of what they did, it was pretty boring. I was okay. One of my notes was, "Is this Broadway or a college musical?" Because I, and what I mean by that is like, I think so. You went to school. You got your master's at IU. I did. We saw amazing performances at IU. I, we yes, also we, didn't see the best. Sure, but, sure. You know. Um, but part of me was like, this is, am I watching Broadway or an IU performance? And I'm not trying to say like well, IU is, because no, no, a lot of people from IU end up going on to the ensemble say, or move on to Broadway. The, but The IU production of Cabaret, uh, substantially <gasps> better than what we just watched. Oh my I God. I mean, by, by yes. 485%. I just felt like this wasn't Broadway. Money. Broadway has money. And it's like. You know, anyway, so we could stop talking about costume design because I could well, rip this open. Sure. Which, so this leads, so I, I, have an, I have a question I wrote down. And when I first wrote it, it was definitely meant to be more like a dig. And it, it still is. But I actually, I actually mean the question I'm going to ask now, which is, who is the target audience for this show? <laughs> be, and, and here's what I mean, because I feel like there are two real avenues. Your obvious musical theater kid avenue right Mm -hmm. but like here's the thing though and i i want to stick we're going to go back to the other one here in a second but musical theater kid how many songs did they play and 10 seconds later did i find the 80s or 90s song that they were blatantly ripping ripping off (laughs) what was um um uh an officer's wife is clearly just forever young Forever An young. officer's wife. I mean, I was I was getting livid. You were. I, uh, I, I was so uh, What were some other songs you... Um, okay, so um, I got to look through here because I definitely wrote... I wrote down about Ace of Bass. Oh, the <gasps> Ace I... Ace of Bass. The I Will song. I wrote down uh, that's just like Wilson Phillips, Hold, Hold On For One More Day. Um... Uh, oh, the phone call. The um, hold on. The phone call with Camilla and Diana. Uh, I said so like, if I could turn back time, it sounds very much like that share song. Oh my god. Um, 
I had at least one more. Hold on. Give me one second because uh, I'm going through my notes because there was a budge. Oh, oh, my God, babe. The eight song was just like from Rent. Oh, yes, it was. Look, I find some of what you teach suspect because I'm used to I... relying on intellect. It's like, this is just Rent. You are literally stealing from Rent. Uh, this, oh, it was funny though the forever young one we just kept singing forever young <laughs> you we were singing it, it. i don't even know that song all the way and i was nailing it oh my god i um okay hold on hold on so but no let's stick okay so is i mean it, is this is this a show that's meant to entice people who love musical theater because it's not a jukebox musical, but it is stealing from 80s and 90s, but it's also not matching the it's, world of the of the story. It's very interesting. I think we have – I now, I've never seen this. I've never seen the series The Crown. I've never seen okay. it. Okay, hold on. So can I – that's the other avenue. Is yeah. this a – is this a royal family avenue? This is – Thank you for bringing that up. Jumping on the – I mean, so here you – you have the crown. Mm -hmm. This this kind of blew up and kind of yep. really brought I don't know now, the royal family kind of like into light these days, at least in America. And then and then you have the movie with Kristen Stewart Spencer. with Di Spencer mm -hmm. and and this, which I didn't even know existed. So, but like, and I was gonna say the crown, except we've never watched that show. But no. as, but as far as I understand it, this last season actually starts to delve into the world of Diana. Yes. So it's like, it, I also, part of me is also wants to be like, to the creators of this musical, you're fucking morons. You picked the worst time to do a musical about somebody who is already being portrayed in two different mediums. Well, okay. Also watching this though, and we are just jumping on topic to topic. To, like we're jumping all around here. Well, there's a lot. But, right. Okay. So right away. First, oh, <laughs> I you wish you were on. filming me at this Do you know moment. what's crazy? We have both. Okay. We've had just as much to drink as we did uh, just, you know, behind the scenes. We recorded last night too. And I was pretty buzzed last night. Oh, I am very. I, am so, I feel stone cold sober. I could probably have another bottle and I could still be talking very clear. It's, it's really interesting it that this is, this is where we are mentally right now. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut um, you off, but I just... I <laughs> wow, yeah. Uh, the first five minutes of this musical, <laughs> I was like, this has to be the most, and we've seen, I don't know how many musicals. We just saw one on Broadway that you weren't a fan of. Uh, I, I shut up. I turned around. But, yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. This has to be the most boring introduction of a musical. Like the voice, they sang great. Like, don't tell me they're, they're great singers. I think people were really like, she was a good singer. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was boring. It was a boring first, like, here's your musical. And I was just like, what are we getting ourselves into? So, but I'm multiple times I made notes going who are who's this musical really about is it really about Diana or is it about Camilla I was so like who who are we supposed to whose side are we supposed to be yeah. on yep and it really made me mad because I'm a princess dot like 
I'm a Princess Die of course fan. Of course. And to sit here and watch this and be like, I'm supposed to feel like what? Yeah. Because she picked Diana and they made this clear. It was like Camilla has always been there. Like she was always there. Yeah. But she picked Diana. And it really, I don't know. I think it really made me hate, hate this in that that's the light we're trying to like point. I don't know. I don't even know how to say this. It's like, no, no, no. we it, shouldn't be mad or we shouldn't it, look at Camilla it, as like, like the mistress, mistress because she's always been there. But she picked Di and it, she picked Diana to be. I did not like how they were setting this up. And if that is how it happened, still Fuck you, Camilla. Well, no, I'm sorry. I, no, no, no. It was I, just I, like. No, trust me. I, first of all, I'm I'm totally on the same page as you. And secondly, it it, it just it's it's part of the absurdity of the storytelling. So it, and I want to stick to the I, I want I want to stick with the way they decided to present this story because I agree. So the first, by the way, the first two songs, underestimated, which is pretty much a solo mm-hmm. for her, and then we have the worst job in England. That weird. Oh God. Okay. Well, okay. Hold on though. Hold on though. Because then what we get is this is how you people dance. And this is the moment when all of a sudden now there's now there's choreography. Mm-hmm. Now that 80s synth music comes in and all we were both like whoa. No, but it was um the the chorus dancing in Worcester in England. That's where we all of oh, a sudden the hip stuff. Oh, it was like all yeah. of a sudden we have this very it's like fucking thrusting in there. But wait, uh. we have this very tame Princess Diana singing at the beginning. She's not really moving. She's singing. And it's like, oh my God, we're watching a musical where she's just standing there, literally hands crossed, as poised as can be. And then all of a sudden it goes into like 80s and the chorus does their like shoulder <laughs> head move. First of all, I have never seen. And we've seen Wedding Singer a few times on mm-hmm. Broadway. By the way, got strong Wedding Singer vibes watching this. I have never seen neck moves like these chorus members. I mean, these chorus members were like totally just. They probably have like a chiropractor on. Oh, in, on I was like, whoa. And they should have just seen Wedding Singer. They should have watched Wedding Singer once just to be like, you could do the neck move. And not do it that, yeah. like that, and still get the point across. Like, these people were committed. The blonde, the blonde girl, yeah. I was like, she that she is. She knew that they were <laughs> filming it. Her, she, she was, was like, trying to book her next gig. Oh, yeah, she was. <laughs> okay. I want to <laughs> draw your attention to uh, a line that gets said <laughs> in, the, um, in, in this musical. Uh, now, I already know that you're going to disagree with it, but I would love to hear you, your immediate response um, to, to this phrase. I'm curious. What do you think about this sentence? Lo- love changes every day. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I did have a note saying the queen should never sing about love because what she was singing was so like, you know that first song where she's singing about love? Yeah, like love changes every day and like you love somebody, but really you just stick with them. You don't have to love them. It's what was what was it? It was like companion or was that not that's not the word. It was like devotion, like you're just going to be uh, Yeah. I yes, don't know. Yes, yeah. Um love changes every day. I think whoever wrote this has never been in love. I also think whoever wrote this was like is this how British people think? 
I like know. it's it, I think they were like has like an American spin on yes, British royalty. Yes. Yeah. It's like um, this is how I feel about love. But British people don't show emotion. So we're going to do it like this. I don't know. <laughs> now. Now. So I, I couldn't help. Now, I know this isn't a movie. But I like the the camera angles, the choices, like it is pretty bad all over the place. But I got a I got a real good taste for the terrible in the writing, the book and lyrics. Um give just there's two there's it's in the same song. Okay. This is when Diana has given birth. Oh my god. So uh this is after um uh it's William's the oldest, right? Yes. Okay. So uh so the the Charles comes in and says something um to the effect of Darling, I'm holding my son, and might I say, jolly well done. Oh, you laughed so hard. Oh, I, I couldn't let that go. I did now, right. Now, I har- did the, right. The hairy one. Hold on. Hold on. I did right. Adam, you never said jolly well done to me. He was, the way he said jolly well done, I'm not going to lie. I I was a little like, I didn't, fuck. I, for a moment, I was like, fuck you, Adam. I didn't get a jolly well done. He said it. He was so happy. He said jolly well done. He was like, jolly well done. He was just, I didn't get that. I didn't get a jolly well done. That would have been nice. I I am, I kind of fucking hate you right now. What? Are you, I, I, I'm pretty sure I was busy crying and holding you. But I didn't hear. Jolly well done. Jolly well done. You wanted a jolly well done. That was well very, done. let me say the next line. Fucking though. crikey. Um, <laughs> when she sings, Harry, my gingerhead son, I, I just lost it. What? This is, this is the script. This is the <laughs> script that they have been given and they have to deliver it earnestly. Oh my God. I, you know, part of me was just like, I was, okay. So I was really pissed because they're, at first, I'm like, her firstborn son, Harry, he goes, jolly well done. And I was like, Adam didn't say that to me. And then when she goes, my gingerhead son, and she's talking about Harry, it made me go like, oh, my God. Should we have been like our broken armed Sophie? Or like, should we have oh, said, wow. should yes. we have sung something yes. to like, you know. Commemorate it specifically. <laughs> To, to the the thing about our child, I don't know. Yes, yes. Our 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 blue faced Stella is that would have, would that have been? <laughs> Let me tell you, childbirth traumatizing. Yeah. Whatever they teach you, anybody. Okay. Oh shit. PSA for a moment. Okay. <laughs> Any listeners out there that are um, expecting and you're going to a birthing class? Sure. Adam can attest to this because we did, you know, we didn't do the like two week long, two hour sessions. We were like, we're going to get it done in one day. Yeah. We did like a 10 hour class yeah. in one day and they teach you everything up until your water breaks. The moment your water breaks, whatever you learn from birthing class isn't helpful anymore. You pretty much throw it out the window. They don't teach you anything on what really to expect. Um, I can give you, here's the thing, <laughs> breathe, <laughs> look at your spouse or partner or anybody, um, get a squishy and squeeze it. You don't need lavender lotion. Like they tell you to smell. Honestly, 
and just expect a Smurf to pop out because that's what happens. A child will come out blue. Bluish purpley. Yeah, they're, yeah. It's common. They don't teach you that. We were shocked. I thought I gave birth. Slightly cone-headed. Like, actually, what we should have been singing when we gave birth to Stella was, I didn't sleep with the Smurf. (laughs) I should have said that. Ah. Because. Sure. She came out very blue. To really just. And she. To savor the moment. Stella came out blue. And she had (laughs) worst. Conehead. I've never seen the movie Coneheads, but I've seen pictures. And Adam could have easily been like, did you sleep with a Smurf or a Conehead? And it would have been something that you probably could have taken a paternity test. So this is this is weird. I'm going to pivot back to the musical now. Are you just going to cut it? No, no. I'm just going to like... You can't. <laughs> I'm just saying. a Smurf or a Conehead? But that's how kids come out. Okay. Um, you should just... Question. What would you rather watch again, Diana or Spencer? Spencer. Oh, I think I'd rather watch this. What? I thought Spencer was bad. Oh, I would rather I watch thought Spencer. Was, I, I at least loved the insanity. I thought Spencer was boring. Here's the thing. Spencer, so Kristen Stewart actually looked like Princess Di. The costumes were phenomenal. Okay. And the, the, the cinematography, beautiful. Yeah, it was fine. Should we just keep talking about Smurfs and Coneheads? No, no, that's okay. not. Um, um, I did. Tameo Takaro? Yeah, Tiamo? Tiamo? I don't even what know. What is that? I don't know. What What were they saying? Uh, that was during Te-amo, the- Tiamo? Tiamo-es? Tiamo? We did Spanish. Uh, I did not. Well, I I know. I, I know sign language, but I took a little bit of Spanish. Tiamo-es? Well, Tiamo is team- Oh. Oh, wait. No, te amo is I love you in Spanish. Oh, te amo. Why would you say te amo S? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I don't want to get stuck. Anyways. um. Oh, how my about, gosh. How about the writing lesson innuendos? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say hi, James. Ooh, hello. He wasn't even that attractive. I don't care. Uh, I'll oh, take oh. I'll take writing lessons. If I just told you today, Adam, I'm going to go take some writing lessons, would you let me? No. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. Now, wait, can okay, I? I got something. Okay. Um, first of all, they comment early on how every girl wants Prince Charles. Is there Dude, that, that guy was fugly as hell. He always yeah. is there like a Prince Charles picture that I don't know about that other people are seeing. I'm like, what? multiple times do they comment on how? What a dream. Oh, dream and I'm just true. like, first of all, he's like 40 and he's saying, mummy, mummy, I just want a wife. I don't know. He's saying something you like that. You got the mummy part pretty good. I. No, I, he, no, gross. I'm sorry. No, I, ugh. But I, what I do like, what the British do, is it was Lady Diana. Lady Diana. Lady Diana. I would like to be called Lady Melissa. Well, we'll see. Like, Lady Melissa, would you like some tea? And I'd be like, yes, Adam, thank you. Okay. And then, and then you'd be like, jolly well done. On your day's work, Melissa. Jolly well done on bringing home 
money or something. I don't know. What are you doing to me? Why are you emasculating well, me no, on this podcast? I, just, I feel like this is women empowerment, right? Sure. So empower me. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I on multiple pods, I've said <laughs> that you bring home the money. What else do you want me to fucking do? I'm giving you a platform. Call me Lady Melissa. La I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> so um, this happened uh, in, in Act 2 where we get our pseudo boxing match thing between Diana and oh Camilla. God. Now, I, I couldn't place it exactly, but I knew I was right, so I looked it up here. Um, the the Thrilla in Manila is not the Thrilla in Manila with Camilla. Uh, the, thr the Thrilla in Manila was actually the third fight between uh, Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier, which was a, a big deal because this was uh, usually uh, the third fight's the rubber match and it's the like, who's going to be the one to walk away, you know, with them, you know, it's anyways. Um, no, I don't know. Never heard of the rubber match. A rubber match. So like, uh, remember back in the day when we actually used to watch UFC? Uh, yes, Chuck I know UFC. I, I'm just, uh, Chuck Liddell mm -hmm. and Randy Couture fought three times. Oh, yeah. And the third match oh, was like called. Oh, like three times. The rubber match the, is the okay. last one because Couture I guess I've never won heard one. of it. Yes. Yeah. And then Liddell. So the third then, match is the one to decide it all. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's like rock, paper, scissors, best of three. Sure. What yeah. a lame ass way to talk about it. But yes, yes, <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, so do we want to talk about. Well, actually, should we stick with the Thrilla in Manila with Camilla? Because, like, at this point, I, I I actually feel like this movie, if if we were to think about this movie as, as a train on the tracks, it's constantly teetering. Like remember in Donkey Kong where you, you're in mm. the cart and it would constantly turn? At this point is when the cart is literally off the tracks completely. I, okay, setting this part up when she's like, you know what? I'm going to dinner tonight. I was like, yes, this is where it get. this is where the gold, this is where it changes. Like for me, this is where I'm like, we're going to see Princess Di punch someone and I'm in for it. I'm, yeah, especially this woman. So I like the setup. I like what they're doing. Again, I'm watching this going. Whose side are these writers on? They are, there's so much ammo for Princess Di to be like, I'm, I'm the princess. He has my kids. He is my husband. Like, and, and it just, I don't know. I was getting so just mad at trying to figure out like who wrote this? Who are they trying to tell the story about? Cause it kept feeling like they're trying to like, I don't know, whatever, like, placate everything Princess Diana did. Well, yeah, they're, you know, it they're was almost just trying like, to make Charles seem more sympathetic. Yeah. Like, let's feel bad for and, Charles. And the queen? You think the queen ever touched Princess Diana and was like, oh, honey, let me tell you about the love I had, my captain. She probably slit his throat. That's probably what happened. She probably was like, hell no, I'm not going to have a man be my king. I'm the queen. This is why she hasn't died yet and she is still alive. She is like, I don't need a man. I'm going to rule. My son's going to die before I die. Like, this is what she's thinking. I'm just, I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're I good. just, um, 
I did not like how weak they made her. And in a way how, and we don't know what actually happened. Like we don't know behind the, but like, I don't think like they're almost playing like Princess Diana was playing the game and playing into. And it. what's sad is like she was a philanthropist. Philanthropist. Thank you. This is where the alcohol has come ah. in. Um, she actually like cared about people. And I don't know, like watching this, it was like, was this just a game? Did she actually care? Oh, she brought photographers to take pictures. Like they like emphasized that part. I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't appreciate that. Now, I also when I was like eight years old. I was Princess Diana for Halloween. That's what I dressed up as. Oh. I was a Princess Diana fan growing up. So. That's it. That's, that's all I have to say. Wow. I just liked, I really liked her. Your, your story <laughs> ended like this musical did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was good, right? That's a zigger. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. You just nailed it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I also was Marilyn Monroe one Oh, my year. God. You, you, you. I was. And my mom made the white dress. And I remember I had Michelle. I made my sister Michelle hold the fan up. And I went, ooh. And my dad was like, no. <laughs> my dad was like not having it. I think I was like seven at that. I, was, I think it was a year before I was Princess Diana. Like, and, ooh. <laughs> it looked like you just purred. <laughs> Oh, I loved the electric guitar. The electric guitar. Uh, the electric cello or whatever the well, fuck that was, was great. going on. But I just like every song, there was an electric guitar. It, I, In the background, it, it was just like, it, I, I wanted Meatloaf to walk out. Oh, man. Um, and I would do anything for love. Yes. Oh. I mean, was it, was this Te musical? Amo. <laughs> this musical was just the long version of that song. Right? But I won't do that. <laughs> um, I. Oh. I, 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 okay. I, the end of this musical. Like, so we we have the, the fuck you dress song. We have the scene that never actually took place where the queen is like, okay, go, go, go. We have this like almost epilogue where it's like, I'm going to live and do things. And then we have this like. <gasps> Like, the, they slowly start to, like, report kind of the accident. Now, she I have to say, I the way the the ensemble was, like, reporting headlines. Sure. I liked that. That was fine. Like, I did like that. I didn't that. mind the flashbulbs. I didn't mind her kind of receding into the back. Right. Okay. We all know. We know Princess Di dies. Mm -hmm. We know that. Yep. We, it's an inevitable conclusion. Yes. But when they start reporting these, um, oh, she has done this and she has done this. Again, like good things. She has done this and she has donated this and she has done this. Why? Is she not already fading back? Like, like why is she hearing her inevitable death? She is, is that fading back. We should have seen when they got to the moment of like, oh, 
oh my gosh, we're hearing this and we're hearing this. We should think the end like, you know, and then Princess Diana is dead. She shouldn't, we shouldn't see her anymore. She shouldn't be on stage. It should be, there should be nothing there. But what happens? You know, rewind. Let's go back. Um, Diana's doing this. Diana's doing this. Diana's great. Diana's dead. And then it's like stuff happens. Sirens go. And she's standing there like, wait, did I miss my cue? What? Like, and then her slow turnaround. Okay. Her slow walk back again to just kind of like the sirens have already kind of faded. This is this is interesting because I. You so, take this differently? I do. Oh. I do. Because, well, I, well, first of all, I'm I'm talking about the literal ending. But the stuff with Diana, I actually, there's something to be said. Again, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something and then I'm going to backpedal immediately, which I think the idea of having the character of Diana kind of listen to the the news flashes of her, her car accident and, and essentially her death was actually really interesting. Ugh. I thought that was I thought that was a, a unique choice. But then again, that choice is in it th- that choice is in a show where they you where they literally say the thriller in Manila with Camilla. So that moment isn't justified by everything that we've seen before. It. Right. I'm talking about the actual point blank <laughs> period end of the movie where it's like those that you don't expect to change the world, change the world. Bam. Okay. I guess you're right. Because that was, we were both stunned. We were, because you're right. So Princess Di goes back and then the ensemble comes up and you have in the front, the queen right in the middle. um, Prince Charles. Prince Charles. And then Camilla. Camilla. And then Prince Charles says, delivers. He delivers the line. Oh, like it, uh, something like if uh, those you don't expect to change the world can change the world or something like that can change the world. Blackout. Uh, babe, I'm still shook. I'm shook because first of all, first of all, um, there's a million things. 18th but of like, all, yeah. The song before this was In Revenge. Why? Oh. No. Revenge looks best in an fu dress. Well, that's not ba- right before. Well, but yes, yes, it's basically, this, yeah. this is the last kind of thing we see from Princess Di, and then Charles is saying that line. It's like, do you really think? Are you really trying to portray that he is remorseful? I mean, is that what you're like? Yeah, that he means what he's saying. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I. I I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, but it did just, I mean, it just, it said that. And there wasn't even like, honestly, give me the guitar, the electric guitar riff. (laughs) Give me that for like five (laughs) seconds. And I probably would have been like, okay. (laughs) All right. It wraps it up. You, you have packaged this play up in a bow. Is it something that I, really understand Just no more but did you did you tape it up properly yes like the electric guitar would have been the oh my icing God. that's good that's good i don't know i uh, another thing that they kept saying so you mentioned 
what was the love thing you mentioned? You said at the beginning, you were like, Oh, love changes every day. Okay. Is happiness a luxury, babe? Is happiness a luxury? Because that was a line that they kept saying. Happiness is a luxury. Well, it's happiness so, is a luxury. It's funny. Like it, I, and I think, I, and again, I think that's one of those, like, I'm an American trying to think about British royalty. They must not be happy. So let's call it a luxury to them. And it's just like one of those, like, because do you know what I mean? Like, because common people don't have money, but we're happy. And like the, 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 the royalty they're rich, but they're not happy, right? So their happiness is a luxury. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? What What are you trying to get at? God. And they were also saying things like, um, oh, God, what was Prince Charles saying to Diana? He's I like, don't know. There was a lot you're, of- a com- you're trying to be a commoner like them, and we're not them. Oh, yes. We're, we're better than them. Yeah. He didn't say that, no, 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 but that's no, no, basically yeah. what he yeah. was saying. Like, we're better than them. We're something they strive to be, but they can never get. And it's like... And we're this a, is we're a symbol. Yeah. You're not a symbol and you are crumbling. And you know, I have to say, like watching this play multiple times did um, Harry and um, oh, my gosh, what's her name? His wife, Megan. Oh, yes. Harry and Megan popped in my head. And I was just like. They are literally living the life that princess diana wanted i feel like yeah in a in a pretty real they way they broke away they were like you know what no mm-hmm. we're gonna live in america people in america do not care about kings and queens because it's not it's not a thing and i don't yeah i don't know i just kept thinking like well that's that's she at least she i remember i remember when william got married and because of the time difference, it was like really. Oh my god! Like I remember that, we were at my parents' yes. house. Yep. And oh I, my god! I we woke... were in transition. We were in transition because we were. You knew you were going to go to IU. Uh huh. And I think it was b- right before we moved too. Yeah. Um, we were sleeping. <laughs> we were living at my parents' house, sleeping downstairs. I watched it. I watched the whole thing, and you fell asleep. And I remember I woke you up right when they got married. I like woke you up, and you were like. Uh. I was like, I, I was probably more. I was like, it's three in the morning. <laughs> you, you you go the fuck to bed. And I was like, I will. But oh, when do we see? I don't know. I just didn't care. Royals marry. <laughs> um, do, I, so, I mean, I, I, is there anything else glaring you want to report on? Oh, it's okay. Let's talk about it as like a theater aspect. Okay. Okay. The singing. I thought the singing was great. I did. I, I, I did not think the was, singing was bad. I thought they, Diana was good. I actually thought everybody else was serviceable to okay. not serviceable. I actually, I have a big qualm with our boy. Um, I, what is his name? Roe. Ro, oh, Hart, Charles. Hartramp. Charles. Yeah, I did not like his. Yeah, I didn't he like was. Um, I hated, hate, hate, hated the choreography. It was pretty bad. It was. All over the place. Um, I'm not a, a much of a dancer anymore I'm for you, so- but <laughs> not. <laughs> but I was like, I danced growing up. I was in cheer. I, I did. There were so many moves where I'm like, okay, these are basic. Like, this is what we're going to do. So we're all doing the same move. It's really easy. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Like, if you look at their dance moves, it's on a one, two, three count. It is so 
um, just amateur, to be honest. And it just didn't make sense. But it didn't make sense. Like, here's a play. Here's a play about royalty, British royalty. And all of a sudden, we're just going to, like, jump into, like, a electric guitar solo. And out of, like, you and I, we started laughing because we were like, wait, what? This, this just doesn't feel right. I just, I think I sat through most of this play going, like, this is awkward. And not like a, I'm uncomfortable about the topic because I like those kind of things. This is like, this is awkward because it just feels like bad. Like this just bad. I've never, I've never, (laughs) ever, ever been on a blind date, but this, this musical, this, this feels like a, a, a blind date where you show up and you're like, Okay, I think I get the idea of You're what like, you are. You're like, my friend isn't texting me yet saying there's been an emergency. But but, but every five minutes, the person that you're with does something that you just truly cannot believe. But your dinner hasn't come yet. You know, and so you're obligated to just see. But like, this person is keeping you on your toes. Oh my and then, God. And then at the very end of the night, they just leave. <laughs> They tell you they're going to the bathroom and they just don't <laughs> come back. Just peace. And you're stuck with the bill going, oh, what the fuck? My God. I, yeah. I Thank God we're married. Totally. Thank, thank God. Totally. We live in. Hey, hey happiness hey, is a hey. luxury. Jolly, good job. Thanks. Yep. I don't know what to say after I don't that. Either. You don't. You don't. You just embrace it. I just. Oh, gotcha. So, Okay. I just, I think I just got to ask the big question. Melissa, was Diana a good, bad movie or a bad, bad movie? I mean, it's hard. It's, it is hard because there's like, I want to. Hard like one of those writing lessons. It is. I guess it's bad, bad, but. Oh. But it's. I'm still like singing the songs in my head Forever. unwillingly. Yes, unwillingly. <laughs> I'm mad. Like it's as a like we're oh, I, this, we've said this, this before. This fights we're, against everything we know. Yes, but also it's like the emotions I'm feeling right now I'm like as a theater goer do you want your audience kind of having these emotions leaving? Cause they're still going to think about it. They're still going to talk about it. So it's like, I, I feel very, um, I'm unhinged. What's the, what, just like this musical. What was the first song we talked about? Un- oh, underestimated. I, okay. Under has, well, I'm under, I'm underestimating this musical and I, I'm unhinged just in. I So, so I think this is a great bad movie. <laughs> And, and here's the thing, though. Like, I, I will say this, though. If I get paid good money to actually see this on Broadway, you would hear a different tone. I would have been so fucking pissed. I would have been so angry. Oh, well, and the, I, I was going to ask you, because we just watched... Um, the Girl from the North Country. Girl from the North Country, which... Okay. Intermission. Any play Adam and I see at intermission, we turn and look at each other, and we know instantly... 
what the other's thinking. And I turned and was like, I love it. And Adam at the same time went, ugh. Like you were so, I, I knew you. You were like this. We got to see one Broadway play while we were in New York. Yeah. And this is the one I chose. Yeah. Um, the second half oh, was amazing. And I, it made up for it. And the woman redeemed. at the end was just amazing. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I feel like if we watched this, you wouldn't have walked out because you paid good money for these. You would not have walked out. I might out. have booed. But yeah, I feel like you would have been so pissed. You would have been like, I don't even know. I would, I not, I would not have been invited back to that theater. <laughs> <laughs> but to watch it at home with booze and just like embrace the nonsense. It is very, I, I do have to say, it is very weird thinking that this I never heard of it. I never knew that this came out. Did you know it came out? Like on Broadway? Yeah. I, you know, I think at one point I might have seen that the, it was like in development, or maybe I might have even heard that. Like, I think I remember hearing that it was one of the shows to be postponed because of of COVID. Um, and like, I want to say I even knew it came to Netflix. And then I, uh, funnily enough, one of my TAs last quarter asked me. Have you seen Diana? And I was Were like, they like excited about it or in a way that we like, okay. like, like, oh, you have to watch this. Oh, well, movie. you now need to tell your TA. Oh, I, we did I will a... definitely tell the <laughs> TA that I've now seen this movie. Um, Be like, listen to Below Freezing because because it's coming up and that movie. I don't was... know. Are you allowed to tell your TAs that you do a podcast? Yeah, why not? I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I didn't say any names, right. so I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I. I, I highly, okay. I highly recommend people watch this. It's bad, bad, but watch it. No, it's good, bad. Okay, it's I, good, bad. Well, no, you have your thoughts. I, I think this is a, an amazing piece of garbage. I am just so. I'm putting. I have to say this again. I am so pissed at this costume designer, and I am calling you out. And if I actually looked at your name and really cared, I would be calling you by name. I am so pissed at the choices that this costume designer made. William Ivy Long. William Ivy Long. What the fuck were you thinking putting Princess Di in a red sweater with what what do you call them? White lambs and a black sheep? Now, if anybody wants to actually send me a picture of Princess Diana wearing that sweater, which I don't think she wore, then I will t retort everything that I have said. But I think that that was just shit, so, and it pissed me off. Uh, it's just a couple of things really quick. This guy uh, did uh, the producers, the film version of it. He did Grease Live. Okay. And uh, apparently they're going to do a Young Frankenstein live soon i'm just i'm just listing some other things of this how person. ironic is that that he did the producers and one of the first shows that i worked on backstage was the producers and we actually used the original like costumes. original costumes from the show whatever i still don't no i'm that's, just pissed that's at be, that be pissed. choice be pissed. you know so i i think that's where we are with this movie, um, I mean, forever young. Here's the thing, and just and because part of the whole gimmick here is that you can find this on most of, of the big streams. So this is on Netflix. 
It is right there. You can just search it and watch it. And I suggest you do. It's like an hour and a half, right? You no, know, it's it's like two hours. It's two hours. But but have some drinks, have some friends over, and just it helps if you like musicals. Drinking even game. This is bad. Anytime a musical or anytime a song happens, you just try to think of what 80s song it sounds Any, like. Anytime you can recognize I will the source. Never hear Forever Young the same ever again. That you're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, when you pointed that out, and you also pointed out the Wilson Phillips song, and it the the beat matched up perfectly. It was kind of insane. So to like go back and like, I don't know. Yeah, find all of them. Um, so you're uh, okay. You've got me turned. Yes, you're right. It is a good bad. It is a good bad. It's the singing was good. The, the singing was good. Um, costumes were not dancing was not, but it was funny. And, um, if anything, yeah, you just match up. Guess what song this sounds like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. So, um, so those are our thoughts on Diana, the musical on Netflix. Uh, and, and you can follow us on uh, uh, Instagram and on Twitter. You can find us on all the places where you listen to podcasts. And, and the, the streaming stinkers will continue with another streaming different streaming. Another different streamer will be used for the next one. Uh, but until our next shitty film, I am Adam. I'm Melissa. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in.